The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Wednesday, April 19th edition, and I hope everyone had a good Tuesday, made some money. The slate did not go quite as planned in my world, but that is baseball as we talk about from time to time. It is hard to predict, as they say, but we can get in the right spots, and we'll do that again today with Quick Hits. Um, You have a 15-game all-day Four-game early, 11-game evening slate. Quick look at the weather. Chances of rain in Chicago for the Milwaukee Brewers-Chicago Cubs day game. Wind blowing in in Chicago, which is always nice to see. We got in in the evening slate, wind blowing in in the the Bronx. White Sox-Yankees, chances of rain as the night goes on there. That looks to get worse and worse as the night goes on, but maybe... It's so early in the day, we will hopefully avoid all of this. Wind blowing out in Queens. Phillies, Mets, same rain, obviously, both in New York. Baltimore, Cincy, very slight chance of rain. Uh, Indians, Twins, wind blowing in hard from left center. And they're saying 100% chance of rain off and on. 90 to 100% right now. Indians, Twins does not look good, and that really sucks because that's a great game to target. Giants-Royals wind blowing out hard to left center in Kansas City again for like the upteenth time, and they still didn't score runs. Um, we have a lot of rain coming in later in the evening, so it looks like the Midwest is getting some late rain. Hopefully it holds off till after the games, but um, Minnesota looks really bad. Uh, Kansas City has chances in a couple other spots. Nothing for sure. Obviously follow your guy Kevin Roth and others. To get you locked in on your weather information, let's take a quick run on the uh, the morning slate, the day slate. You have four games. You have Brewers, Cubs, Mariners, Marlins, A's, Tigers, I mean A's, Rangers, sorry, and Pirates, Cardinals. Your top price pitcher on the day is King Felix at 10-4. I usually don't target him too much, but going up against Miami, not a ton of... Um, Big power bats outside of Ozuna, Stanton, and Yellick to worry about on a small slate. The upside is there with Felix. Um, what was I going to say? 
He has an 18.88% strikeout rate going up against the uh, 19% of the Marlins, so it's not like he's lighting the world on fire. Nothing to cry home about, but um, small slate leaves the upside. Hasn't been striking out a ton, like I said, this year. Only three Ks in his last start, but solid. He's been solid. No more than three runs in any start. But the Ks haven't quite been there, so drink it with a, a nice cold cup of water and just cross your fingers. But uh, small slate. That's where we're going. Next up, Kyle Hendricks, 10-2 at home against the Brew Crew. Um, I am in no mood to fade the Brewers right now. I'll let uh, other people take that that leap of faith. The Brewers are swinging just insane bats. Thames, um, Braun, VR, the works, all swinging good sticks. Hendricks is... Um, he is striking out a good amount, 22.6. And the Brewers strike out a ton at 25.9%. I just, again, have no desire to fade the uh, the Brewers. One game to target out of the four is the Pirates and Cardinals, Cole and Waka. Shouldn't be a ton of runs in this game as um, the implied team totals are both pretty low in this one. The Cardinals 3.84, while the Pirates 3.66. Um, the Pirates actually hit righties better than lefties, so keep that in mind. If you're playing them, but overall the Pirates' bats are just bad. That's why Waka at 7,200 is very, very enticing. When it comes to the um, the Cardinals, they hit lefties better than righties, so it gives Cole a chance. I haven't been big on Cole, as you know. It's just he's just not consistent. He's leaving it over the plate. Um, the The Pirates don't strike out a ton, only 20%. So leaves Waka. Little suspect Cole in a little better spot uh, with the uh, Cardinals striking out more. They don't have a lot of left-handed talent in that lineup. Carps, Carpenter's been out the last two games, leaves an opening there. Um, so not a lot of lefties in the Cardinals lineup for Cole. If you can just locate, he'll be fine. He seems to have those blow-up innings this year, which has been his been his downfall. So Cole at 89, Waka at 72. I'd probably go Waka at 72, just because I feel the Pirates' bats are just absolutely atrocious. At least the Cardinals have some glimmer of hope, but both teams' bats are bad. This should be a low-scoring affair. Uh, Blow-ups are always a potential, but uh, either pitcher is going to be, if you're playing the four-game day slate, you're using one of the two. Um, I'd go Waka over Cole, but uh, probably a little more strikeout upside with Cole, but both about the same situation. Tommy Malone's going in Chicago. Do not use Tommy Malone. And then in Texas at Oakland, you have Martin Perez versus Jesse Hahn. Lefties crushed Jesse Hahn. Absolutely crushed him. So I'm staying away there. Martin Perez, a little enticing, but um, there's some right-handed bats in that lineup that will pound him. Martin Perez at seven grand. There is a little K upside there. I'll give him that. But uh, he doesn't strike out a ton. That's the problem. The A's strike out a little bit, but he's only striking out 12.6% of the batters he faces. Hahn only strikes out 129 both some of the worst in um, on the slate today by far. So you're not going to get much out of that. You should see some offense in that game. For crying out loud, I believe the total, I just had it right here. Their total on that game, where did you go? I can't find it now. Uh, the total was, oh, there it is. The total's eight and a half. It's like the highest of the day slate. The only one we're waiting for is Milwaukee, Chicago. So, um you're rolling the dice with either one. What I'd do is I'd pick either Cole Walker and likely King Felix. I I, I I just roll around those three. I'm not going heavy on this early slate. It really doesn't appeal to me much. I know everyone's going to degen out and have some action in it, but I wouldn't go too heavy. Moving on to the, catch, uh, the, the bats, the catcher position. you got Wilson Contreras at 4K against the Cubs. You're going to want to stack the Cubs. 
We don't have an implied team total yet as we don't have a total, but Cubs, uh, the A's are at 4.31, Texas 4.19. Those are your three stack teams. Uh, and Milwaukee, I like them too. So there's four teams to stack. Everyone's going to be on the Cubs and they're expensive. Starting with Contreras at 4K. Uh, lefty on the mound for Texas if Fegley's on in. He's 33 for the A's. Francisco Cervelli, 3,200. Uh, I like Robinson Chirinos if they have... If they're giving LaCroix the day off or have him at DH or first base, and Chirinos is starting at 3,100, nice little value punt play against Jesse Hahn. I, I know lefties hit him better, but punt here, build elsewhere. And then Bandy for the Brew Crew, 2,700. First base, Rizzo, 5,300. Don't be scared by the lefty-lefty matchup. He actually hits lefties extremely well. And there's probably going to be some bullpen in play with Malone. So Rizzo at 5,300, nothing to worry about there. Eric Thames, $4,400. The guy just keeps on mashing a couple more doubles last night. Uh, he's 4400 going up against Hendricks. Hendricks is a great pitcher. If he shuts him down, it wouldn't surprise me. But he hasn't been as dominant this year, and I'm not going to pay that price tag. This is red-hot offense. I will take my money elsewhere. Thames, 4400 definitely in play. Ryan Healy was a preseason darling, and he scuffled to start the year, but the power is there. First base, third base eligible at 3700 Going up against Martin Perez. Lock and load some uh, Ryan Healy if you're doing an A-stack. A-stack is very nice. It's like an A's-Cubs. or I kind of like an A's-Mariners just because everyone's going to be on the Cubs. But uh, Healy, first base, third base, eligible at uh, at $3,700. Has a nice ring to it. The uh, A's are... Um, the A's right-handed bats are doing extremely, extremely well in uh, against lefties. So keep an eye on that one. Second base, Robbie Cano, 4,600 against Edinson Volquez. Ben Zobers against a lefty is lights out. Second base, outfit eligible at 4,500. Ruggie Odor, 4,400. VR, 4,300. I like a little Javi Baez against the lefty Malone at 4,100. He is off to a slow start. Should be lower owned in this one. Adam Fraser likely leading off for the Pirates with Starling Marte out for a long time. The Pirates get interesting. So if you need a little Adam Fraser at 3,900. Uh, a nice pivot play in the Cardinals game if you're going to get some exposure there. Colton Wong, 3,300 going up against um, Garrett Cole. Definitely something to look at there. Uh, Wong, not the greatest player in the world, as we know, but he's sneaky and um, he hit the lefties can hit Cole a bit. So Wong at 3,300. Then a punt play pender for the A's at 2,300. Third base, Chris Bryant, 52. Kyle Seager, 43. Ploof against the lefty, 38. Ploof has actually hit uh, a little bit. Not a ton, but he's taken, he's taken um, Perez deep once. Gallo, 3,700. Travis Shaw against the righty, 3,500. And then this guy might get a lot of run. Second base, third base eligible. Adam Rosales is only $2,600. I made these notes before he took Darvish deep last night. I liked him as a punk play slash... He's just that sneaky guy. He's, he might do nothing, but then the days he does stuff, he just does a ton. He has power potential. He can steal bags. With Simeon out right now, they're using him and Pender and Grant Green as your middle infield options. So Rosales is going to get a lot of run against the lefty. He's a very solid look. Don't forget Adam Rosales' name when you're building your lineups. $2,600 today. Shortstop, Alitimus Diaz, 4300 Addison Russell has been hitting around cleanup. Going up against the lefty, Malone at four grand. Very, very solid price to get a piece of that Cubs action. Taylor Motter, 3500 Use them while you have them. Segura's coming back here pretty soon. So we might not see much of Taylor Motter, who is, is a great, great, great man right now. 
Outfielders, Braun, 5,100, is ki killing everything. Fowler, 4,700. Gregory Polanco, 46. Giancarlo, 44. Uh, you got Piscotti at 43. Chew at 43. K with a Chris Davis, 42. He is a phenomenal player, especially on a four-game slate. I like him a lot. On most slates, just for the homer potential, but he's a great play here. Six for 13 lifetime, two doubles, a home run, and a small sample against Perez. Christian Yell at 4,100. Rajay Davis at four grand. Rajay hits lefties well. Lead him, leading off, get on base in front of Chris Davis and Plouffe. Do some damage there. Don't forget Jed Lowry in the middle infield. He has a little bit of history in his press as well. Uh, no more Mazar, 3,800 is criminal. Lefties pound Jesse Hahn. I already mentioned Rudy Odor at 4,400. No more Mazar at 38 is outstanding. You got Mitch Hanniger at 3,800. Azuna at 3,500. So there's your day slate. Uh, decent options there. I think you can stack even the Oakland-Texas game, do a game stack there, then sprinkle in some Cubbies or Brewers. But uh, you can make a nice little lineup with just Oakland and Texas and then put your pitching elsewhere. I wouldn't go too heavy on this slate, though. To, like I, I mentioned a lot of options, but in the grand scheme of things, options are limited in this game. So don't go crazy um, as the 11-game evening slate is outstanding. That's where I'm going here. But on the day slate, Felix, pick your Waka Colt combo and then stack elsewhere going to the 11 game evening slate and you're led by two aces first off the one and only clayton kershaw don't have to spend much time here but he's 13-8 going up against the rockies at home kershaw 31.1 percent k rate he's walking less than two percent of the batters he faces and it doesn't hurt that the rockies strike out 22 percent of the time not like kershaw needed help but at 13 8, it's outstanding. The price tag is redonkulous. Um, it's like Scherzer. Scherzer threw well, but he didn't get you, you know, didn't light the world on fire. He got you 20 something points, I believe. Uh, he might have got to 30, but he didn't strike out double digits, which when you're paying this price tag, you need double digit strikeouts. You need seven plus innings, and you need to shut him down and likely pick up the win. That's what you're shooting for. He's a heavy favorite at 270. I will definitely have Kershaw access, but there's a, nice, a lot of nice options here to build lineups with. And. The Rockies, we will get to it. Some of these Rockies actually have a little bit of success against Kershaw, given they face him all the time in the division. So he's a still always a great play, but don't go crazy. Madison Bumgarner, 11-7, returning to Coffin Stadium, where the last time he threw, he came out of the bullpen in the ninth inning of Game 7 and locked it down for the Giants World Series Championship. He's 11-7, going up against Vargas in Kansas City. Mad Bum's striking out 27.6% of the batters he faces. The um, Royals only strike out 20% of the time, so keep that in mind. But uh, Mad Bum, definitely, definitely in play at 11-7. He's, he's off to a great start. Scuffled a bit in his last time out against the Rockies, but he didn't get any run support in that one. Can't really get too mad about that. Trevor Story took him deep. That happens. But um, Bumgarner, 11-7. not going to go too deep into that one as well. Solid look there. We're going to move on to Dallas Keuchel at $9,900 at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Keuchel's off to an outstanding start to the year. He's In three starts, he struck out 7-4-4, four, and four, but he's getting you uh, over 20 DraftKings points in every one of those starts. He's gone seven innings in all three, one earned, one earned, no earned. He is consistently dealing at the moment. Striking out around 20%. The uh, Angels don't strike out a ton. That's the downside, as we always say. But uh, Keuchel at $9,900 is a great look. Not a lot to be scared about in that Angels lineup. 
uh, outside of Trout and Fulholz for the most part. There's a couple other bats I'll mention that do hit lefties well. But as a whole, Keiko is locked in, and um, I'll like a little bit of Keiko at 9,900. No doubt about that. Heading over to Christopher Archer, 9,700 against Tampa Bay. Archer is doing things. Uh, he's given up one earned at Boston, two earned against Toronto, two earned against New York. At home, he's gone over seven innings, at least seven innings in both starts. And in all three starts, he struck out at least five batters. Archer has a 26.9% K rate, and the Tigers strike out 21.3% of the time. I do like the Tigers' offense overall on the season. We've talked about it. Miggy's on fire. He went yard again last night. Um, but as a whole, they even struggled against Andres yesterday. They have a, a very, very right-handed heavy lineup. And um, as we've seen in uh, with Archer, the K percentage is there. And I'm looking for the fucking Tigers. And the Tigers have the second lowest implied team total on the night outside of Colorado at 3.37. They hit um, righties a little better than lefties, but we're not talking much. 0.302 to 0.298. Nothing to, to write home about. The low implied team total really gets me excited on Archer in a low-scoring game. Uh, big K potential. Hopefully gets you six or seven. I'd say two runs or less. Five plus Ks, $9,700. People get scared off about that Tigers lineup. I like Archer's ownership tonight. Very good play there. We go to Vinny Velasquez, $9,400. Going up against the New York Mets. Vinny Velasquez, his only downside is he gives up uh, a lot of runs lately. He's five, run, five runs and five innings against the Mets his last time out, but he struck out seven. Four runs on four innings against the Nats, but he struck out 10. The guy's all over the place. Control isn't there. Big, big K potential. He's a GPP play. The price tag is crazy because if he shuts you down with all those Ks, sky's the limit for this kid. But uh, he just can't seem to get it on straight, which is the frustrating part. Um, like I said, 28.4% K rate, which is just lights out, but uh, GPP only. Vinny Velasquez. Next up, a play I really, really like, Masahiro Tanaka, 9K. I'm on the Tanaka bandwagon as you listen to this show all the time. His last two starts, three earned runs in five and six, five innings and six and a third after that blow up in Tampa Bay. And he's getting you at least five Ks in the last two starts, lots of ground balls. Um, he's usually good for at least six innings for the most part. He looks really good his last start against St. Louis. I liked it a lot. Chicago White Sox offense as a whole. Not too scary. And Tanaka um, faces the, the White Sox with a 20% K percentage. Um, he's in line for a nice quality start tonight at 9K. He'll be extremely low owned as everyone continues to avoid him. So keep Tanaka on your radar. Briefly, Julio Tejeron at 8,500 um, at home. It, lefties mash him, and the the Nationals have some good lefties, but he's, there is a good K upside there. Um, he usually doesn't get beat up for more than two or three runs, goes deeper, good GPP play, and Tehran GPP only. Moving on to Tim Anderson of the Colorado Rockies, 7K. Let me first preface this sucks because he's facing Kershaw, so the win percentage is definitely down, but goes back to the Dodgers can't hit lefties. In Coors earlier this year, they did hit him. Five innings, five earned, uh, three Ks. But that, to me, is Coors. He has been getting beat up a little bit this year. So it's GPP only with Tyler Anderson. 
But uh, if we stick to our guns about fading the Dodgers against lefties, Anderson is on that list. It's just scarier tonight facing Kershaw. Upside's not as strong. Robert Gesselman going up against the Phillies at $6,700 is a nice punt play. Uh, the Phillies can mash, but Gesselman brings a nice, nice K upside. He's striking out 23.4% of the batters he faces, while the Phillies strike out 23.1% of the time. I like him as a GPP play. Good K upside. Uh, keep Gesselman in mind in that one. Jordan Zimmerman, 6,500 against Tampa Bay. I love the Tampa Bay bats tonight. I just want to bring up again, in case you forget, Tampa Bay strikes out a ton. But um, I like Archer. I like Archer and the Rays bats tonight. And last but not least, Amir Garrett going up against Baltimore. Everybody likes them, some Orioles, and, you know, fair enough. But they do struggle against lefties more than righties of late. And Garrett's off to a great start. He's a hot commodity, and he's $4,800. He strikes, uh, he's gone at least six innings in both starts, two earned at Pitt, no earned against St. Louis, striking out five and four over 20 points in each start. The Orioles are a dif- different breed than those two offenses. I've already prefaced in the day slate how both their offenses are horrible. But Garrett um, has been very, very solid this year. And the Baltimore Orioles strike out 22.7% of the time. Like I mentioned, not nearly as good against um, left-handed hitters as they are against right-handed hitters. So nice GPP punt play at $4,800. Cross your fingers, pray, and move along. Now we move on to the offenses and some bats we're targeting here. You have Yankees implied team total of 4.86 against Covey. They are outstanding play tonight. Orioles 4.78 against Garrett. I still like Garrett even though Vegas doesn't because if you look at their other stats, Against left-handed bats, they're hitting a .126. That's what I need to see. Woa below .3. Uh, they do struggle against lefties. And I'm going to hold to my guns there. They have so much power in that offense, nothing would surprise you. But um, give me some give me some Baltimore. Uh, I mean, give me some Garrett in that one. Reds going against Ubaldo at 4.72% implied team total. Definitely good there. Left-handed bats mash Ubaldo. Keep that in mind. Both sides mash, but lefties especially. Uh, Houston going against J.C. Ramirez, 4.68 implied. Ramirez kind of a bullpen arm, so you might get a lot of uh, Angels bullpen, which makes them very, very tasty as well. Indians, 4.57 implied against Mejia. Hopefully, like I said, that one's got so much rain. Hopefully the weather forecast changes, but that does not look good. But we've been targeting the Indians like crazy and it's paying off. And... Um, I like them again tonight, but cross your fingers on that one. And you got Twins are good. Um, Dodgers, Rangers, Rays, Mets. There's a lot of good options. Those are your top options there when it comes to team total-wise. We'll start it off in the catching position. And Posey's back. Had three hits last night. Likely to, to DH again. Oh, I forgot to mention pitching. I totally skipped over it. I'm sorry. Jason Vargas, 5,300 against the Giants. Vargas has been outstanding to start the year. Um, I, I've been fading him, and it's been biting me in the ass. He's striking out 25.8% of the batters, given the Giants don't strike out a ton. But he's keeping the walks in relatively safe range. His uh, Sierra, his implied ERA, basically, is even lower than his current. Um, he's doing big boy things. And um, the Giants' implied team total is only 3.87 tonight. And the right-handed bats... Um, I've actually struggled against uh, the lefties this year, it looks like. Surprisingly, if these numbers are correct, 
that just doesn't make sense to me watching the Giants, but believe the stats all you want. So I want to bring that up. Vargas is a very, very nice play. Um, the offenses have both been struggling in those games. We saw the game last night when extras Giants won 2-1. to one. You got Bumgarner versus Vargas, so it's just like the Anderson deal where, you know, your win probability is a little less, but unlike minus 270, Bum's only like minus 120. Vargas is not a big dog. Uh, I like Vargas in that game to rack up, you know, five-plus strikeouts and give you a solid start. Don't forget Vargas at 5,300 as a very, very nice punt play. Totally walked right past that on my notes here. So, yeah, Jason Vargas, don't forget him. But back to catchers, Buster Posey for fading Vargas, 4K. Posey does hit lefties extremely well, so he is in play. Welling Castillo, 3,800 against the lefty. He's a lefty masher. Brian McCann, 3,500 against Ramirez. Uh, if he's in the lineup, good play. I mentioned yesterday he hits, he's had eight career homers off the last go. He hit one off the very top of the wall uh, in his like first at-bat yesterday. Almost had nine. Uh, if Nick Hundley's catching 3,100 against the lefties, a nice uh, GPP play especially. Weeders at 2,900, if not Lobatone in that game, has good career history um, in that matchup against Teheron. And then Jason Castro, 2,800, if somehow that Twins-Indians game gets in. Castro's off to a great start. 2,800 against Bauer is a very, very nice play. No doubt about that. Moving on to the first base position, we got... Uh, Joey Votto, 5K against Ubaldo. Always, always Votto when you can. He went yard again yesterday. Goldschmidt, 4,900 against Chassin in a great spot there. Chris Davis, don't get scared of the lefty. Lefty at 47 if you're not playing Garrett. Or they might give him a day off with no DH, so keep an eye on that. Freddie Freeman going up against Joe Ross. Joe Ross making his return from the minor slash DL. Don't know what his pitch limit is, so he might get some nice Nats bullpen. But Freeman is just an animal. Lefties mash Joe Ross. So Freeman at 4,600, definitely in play. Carlos Santana and Edwin Encarnacion for your Indians. Both options, Santana first base and outfield if you want to get both of them in there. Santana's 45, Encarnacion's 44. Will Myers, 4,400 against Granke. We will be attacking Granke as we like to do. Miggy, 43 against Archer. He's one of the few Tigers bats I'll use today as I am high on Archer. But Miggy is just mashing um, and he's Miggy, one of the best career hitters ever. Uh, at 4,100, Hanley Ramirez, first base outfit eligible against the lefty Ilariano. Hanram mashes his lefties. Uh, definitely on the radar today. Matt Holiday, 4K against Covey, first base outfit eligible. We are all over the Yankees today. All over them. One of the favorite stacks I have. We go on to... Pool holes, 3,900 against the lefty Keiko. I told you, Trout pool holes, maybe a couple other options. So if you are fading Keiko, you need some pool holes. He went yard on Tuesday. Gregory Bird, 3,500. We are back to mentioning Gregory Bird. Had a big Sunday with a homer and a double. He might be coming back. I'm not all in on him, but in this matchup against Kobe, it's a very, very juicy matchup. He was hitting sixth yesterday. 3,500, definitely in play. CJ Cron. If you want to go a little cheaper at first base, I just pay up for pool holes with the Angels. He's 35. Kendris Morales, 34 against Porcello. Duda, 34 against uh, Velasquez. Uh, Trey Mancini, good chance he'll play against the lefty Garrett if he is. 3,400 for Baltimore. Uh, he's been just mashing everything right now. So if Mancini's in the lineup, it's a nice cheap power bat at $3,400. Keep Mancini in mind. 
Logan Morrison, 3,200 against the, the, the righty Zimmerman. Love me some Lomo. He's off to good things this year. 3,200. He's taken Zimmerman deep three times in his career. So Lomo is definitely in play. And then Ryan Zimmerman, 3,100 against Teheron. Zimmerman's just on fire. Another RBI double last night. He's hitting everything right now. But lefties are your preferred option against um, Teheron. So if Adam Lynn's in the game for the Nats, keep him in mind as well. Second base, Jose Altuve, 5,100 in the Ramirez slash Angels bullpen game. Brian Dozier in the, in the potential rainout at 46. Jose Ramirez in the potential rainout at 41. He went yard on Tuesday. Daniel Murphy, 4,100. Lefties match Tehran. Murphy is the cheapest he's been in a long time. Definitely, definitely in play there. We have... <clears throat> sorry about that. Jonathan Scope at $3,900 going up against the lefty Garrett. Dustin Pedroia, 37 Against Liriano on the lefty, like me some PD. Um, career Pedroia, 6 for 11 with a double against Liriano. Starling Castro off to a great start this year against Kobe, 3,600. A lot of people are going to be targeting lefties against Kobe, and rightfully so, but everybody is hitting Kobe right now. Um, so give me some Jason Ca or Starling Castro at 3,600. Brad Miller for that power upside at second base against Zimmerman at 36. Definitely on play there. Uh, we have Logan Forsythe. He left yesterday's game with an injury, so make sure he's in the lineup against the lefty. Always a nice play at 3,600, but again, left with a toe injury on Tuesday, so keep an eye on that. Young Harvis Solarte at $3,400 against Granke. Very good play there. Brandon Phyllis, 3,400 against Ross. Cesar Hernandez, still criminally cheap. 3,100 against Gessman, leading off. Um, and then you'll probably get a lot of Mets bullpen because Gessman hasn't been going deep. 3,100 for Cesar Hernandez is outstanding. And then with the lefty on the mound for Kansas City and a DH in play, keep an eye on Aaron Hill. He is now second base and third base eligible. He's only $2,200. He's obviously not a great hitter, but he's taken Vargas deep twice in a limited sample in his career. So come, something to keep an eye on if you just want to punt the second base position and pay for, for, you know, pitching, high, high price pitching tag team option or high bats elsewhere. Aaron Hill at 2200 is your punt at second base. Going to third base, Machado, 4700 against Garrett. He disappointed us yesterday with his big goose egg. Nolan Arenado, 4200 against Kershaw. He's, I, I mentioned some Rockies have some nice history. Arenado is one of them. He is 12 for 36 lifetime. It's over 300. Three doubles, two home runs against Kershaw. Biggie Sano, 4,100 against Maurer. Went yard again on Tuesday. Maurer gives up the long ball with that with that nice fastball. Miguel's hard contact rate, definitely a play there. Um, Evan Longoria, don't sleep on Longo at 4,100. As righties are actually hitting Zimmerman better than lefties. I love the Tampa lefties. They still hit over 300 against Zimmerman. But uh, the righties are hitting almost 370 against Zim. So keep an eye on Longo. Longo, like Cesar Souza Jr., what we like because he like, hits righties better anyways. But Longo at 4,100, as everyone's targeting the Rays lefties, Longo very much in play at $4,100. We will move to Eduardo Nunez, third base shortstop eligible, 3,900 against the lefty, always in play there. My man Jake Lamb still can't get the four grand respect, even against Julius Chassin. He's only $3,900. Jake Lamb, make sure he's in some of your lineups tonight. We got Ryan Schimpf at $3,500. Nice solid play against Granky there. 
Um, Chase Headley, for some reason, had the day off yesterday, but he should be back today. 34, he pinch hit, so he's healthy. He just had the day off. He's 3,400 against Kobe. Outstanding play in your Yankee stack there with Headley. Chisenhall, third base outfit eligible at 33. One of the Angels I mentioned for lefty. He hits lefties very well. He's first base, third base eligible. Jeffrey Marte at 3,300. If you're fading Keiko, only if. Please, only if. And then Yunel Escobar, also for the Angels, 3,100 against the lefty. Definitely in play there. Heading over to the shortstop position. If it doesn't get rained out, like I keep saying, so many good options with the Indians, including Francisco Lindor at 4,600. He's matching. Uh, Carlos Correa, I'll just say he's been out. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back today, but if he's out, don't be surprised either. He's five grand against Ramirez, but Lindor 46. Corey Seager 4,300 actually is okay against lefties. Don't get scared off against the lefty-lefty matchup. He has a home run in his career off Anderson. So Seager at 43 is in play. Xander Bogarts against the lefty third base shortstop eligible at 4,000. Bogarts was leading off last night. He's been running a lot this year, so... Bogart's very nice play at $4,000. Trevor Story, 3800 against Kershaw. He took bum deep last week. He hits lefties well. That's what he does. He went yard against Ryu on Tuesday. Story at 3800 if you're fading Kershaw, which, you know, a little Kershaw stack like one lineup. Don't go heavy. Like Arenado, Story, get a couple options out there. Not the end of the world. I wouldn't go crazy, though. Uh, Brandon Crawford, 3500 actually hits lefties okay. Azubel Cabrera, 3,500 against Velasquez. And then your punt shortstop outfit eligible against the lefty Anderson. Kiki Hernandez at $3,000. We head to the outfield where there are options for days. I know some of the other positions I can give you a ton of options. The outfield is absolutely loaded. You know, you got Mike Trout at 5,200 against Keuchel. In his career against Keuchel, 12 for 35 with two home runs. So he hits him very well, but he hits everybody well. Bryce Harper, $4,900. Lefties mash Tehran. Harper's in play for sure. And he had a couple doubles, had a good game on Tuesday. Against Tehran, 13 for 31 lifetime. Three doubles and five. Five home runs. Um, so Harper, definitely in play. Mookie Betts, he went yard on Tuesday. Going against Lariano, 4800 A very good play at a Boston stack against Lariano. It's funny with Lariano, though. I'm saying stack him. Everyone's going to say stack him, and I get it. But Larry Arnold, these are the games where he pitches everybody off because he's not going to be chalky, so he's going to go out there and throw like seven shutouts. It would not surprise me. But I'm I'm betting on the opposite. Vegas has Boston with the high implied team total of 4.22. It's like middle of the pack for the day. And um, righties are mashing Larry Arnold. Lefties are too, but small sample size. You got to remember he got destroyed against uh, Tampa to start the year. But love me some bets at 4,800. George Springer, 4,700. He is just on fire. Like I said, you let Ramirez early and a lot of Angels bullpen. So the 4,700 there is very good. Brantley at 46. Trumbo, 46 against the lefty. Uh, Adam Jones, 44 against the lefty. But remember, Baltimore, they have those mashers, but they have struggled against lefties this year. So I'm not saying don't play them because they are really, really good hitters with a ton of potential in that really, really small ballpark. But um, there's a reason I like Garrett as well. I'd say have some Garrett, maybe have a Baltimore stack or two, but don't go crazy. Joey Bats, 42 against Porcello. Suspedes against the hard throwing of Alaska's at 42 is outstanding. Adam Duvall, he's like the National League version of K with a Chris Davis. He's always a home run potential. Hit the granny yesterday off of Gaussman. He gets Ubaldo Jimenez, which is an even better matchup for him at 4,200. That's why the Reds, I like a better. I like the stacking the Reds more than Baltimore tonight. 
100 pence, 4,100 against a lefty. Pence swinging a good stick. Very nice option there. Part of your red stack should be Billy Hamilton at 4,100. As long as he gets on base, that's a big if. But Jimenez cannot hold runners at all. People steal on him for days. Billy Hamilton, if he gets on, will be in line for at least one, if not two, stolen bases each time on base. So 4,100 there. Mitch and Matt Holiday, first base outfield eligible. You got A.J. Pollock, 4K against Chassin. Very nice play there. The Milkman, Melky Cabrera, if you're fading Tanaka Melky for 3,900. He has a home run in his career against Tanaka. I like the lefty Gardner against Kobe. I mentioned the Yankees lefties in that one. Gardner, 3,900. Carlos Beltran for the Astros, 39. Uh, you got Kepler at 38. It's just a great price for a guy in the middle of the order in a very potent lineup. Kobe Ellsbury, another lefty Yankee against Kobe at 38. Judge, just because he crushes. I don't care if it's lefty righty. Everyone crushes Kobe to start the year. Judge, 3,800. Moving on to the likes of uh, Seth Smith left the game early yesterday, plus the lefties on the mound. So he'll he'll likely be out not leading off for the O's. Keep that in mind. Josh Reddick could be a low-owned outfielder in the Astros stack at 37. Puig against the lefty, 37. Lefties, like I said, Mash, uh, Joe Ross, Ender and Ciarte leading off $3,700. Love me some Adam Eaton as the uh, lefties match Tehran as well. Eaton's only $3,700. Another double-digit point production game last night. It's what my man Eaton does. Lorenzo Kane, $3,600 against the lefty. If you're facing Bum, Kane's a nice play there. Robbie Grossman's a great play at $3,600. Odebel Herrera against Gesselman. You have your Cesar Hernandez. Herrera, Herrera went deep. On Tuesday, Herrera $3,600. Going on to David Peralta, 3600 against Chassin. Very nice play there. Eddie Rosario has actually had pretty good career history against Bauer if he's in the lineup, $3,500. Uh, Benintendi might get the day off against the lefty Liriano, so keep that in mind. Love me some Steven Souza Jr. We love him against righties. Righties are crushing Zimmerman. That's like the stars aligning. Souza Jr. at $3,500. Phenomenal play. Do not forget Sousa Jr. in your raise stacks, please. Cameron Maben against the lefty. Keiko at 35 isn't bad. Marcakis against Ross at 35 is sneaky. Both will be low-owned outfielders, Maben and Marcakis. Uh, they're not going to always light the world on fire, but their GPP play is not cash. Kiermaier, 3,400. Love him against Zim. Jay Bruce can be a nice play against Velasquez. I'm not going heavy on Velasquez just because of that K potential. But you will get some Phillies pin, and Bruce has just been swinging a hot, hot bat. $3,400. Uh, going down to Corey Dickerson at $3,300. I'd almost rather have him than Kiermaier, even though Kiermaier gives you the stolen base upside and everything. If we're going GPP and we're going Donk Potential, Corey Dickerson, C-Dick, $3,300. Michael Conforto let off on Tuesday. I love that look. Hopefully he does again. $3,300 against Velasquez. Craig Gentry, 3,300 against the lefty, likely leading off for the O's. Uh, keep him in mind. Manny Margot, 3,300 against Granke, leading off is a great play. Uh, Brandon Geyer against the lefty might be in play at 3,200 if he's in the lineup. Hunter Renfro, 3,200. Just that power potential alone at that price tag against Granke is outstanding. Aaron Hicks. Don't sleep on Aaron Hicks. He's 3,100 against Covey. He had a double dunk game. He's off to a great year. Double was a few days ago, wasn't yesterday? But he's off to a really good year. Always low owned. Um, I circled him last night as a nice low price play because you're gonna need some low options if you're paying for those big, big pitching, pitching matchups there. So um, Aaron Hicks at 3100 is very, very nice. Uh, 
he, he is the guy that can let you down in a moment's notice, but is a very nice, interesting play, to say the least. We go on to Austin Jackson at 33, or, or three, three grand. And if you're looking for some punt plays, with the lefty on the mound for Kansas City, you have uh, Gorky's Hernandez for the Giants at 27, or Marrero at 21. I prefer Marrero just to save 600 bucks, and he's got more power potential than Gorky's. That wind blowing out the left, maybe he'll connect into one. Keep them in mind. And then against Archer, Tyler Collins of the Detroit Tigers. Off to a great start. Hitting in the middle of that order. Still only $2,400. So do not sleep on the Tyler Collins parade. Um, There you have it there. You can go with a sneaky shortstop in San Diego. If you're looking at BVP, Ibar's 11 for 30 lifetime with five doubles off Granke. Something to keep in mind there. Uh, but overall, Gerardo Parra, I didn't mention him in the outfield because I didn't want to mention him. But if you're a BVP believer, he's 12 for 33 lifetime with three doubles, a triple, and a home run off of Clayton Kershaw. I did not stutter there. That was Clayton Kershaw with a C and a K. But, um, yeah, there you have it. We'll be targeting Clay Drove, Or, no, not Clay Drove, That's Buckles. Clayton Kershaw. Love me some Mad Bum. Keiko's in play. Archer is a really nice play to me. Uh, you can go Velasquez for the K upside. Tanaka, very good play against the White Sox. Will be low, should be low owned. Tanaka, very much in play. Julio Tejeron, GPP only. Tyler Anderson, GPP only. Gesselman, GPP only. Like me some Jason Vargas and Amir Garrett as your punt options in the lineup as well. We'll be stacking the heck out of the New York Yankees. Love them. Love the Astros. Cleveland, if they play, love Tampa Bay. Minnesota, if they play, other good options. Cincinnati's phenomenal. You got high team totals there. You know, Yankees four eight six, Astros four six eight, Reds four seven two. Good stuff to target there. But uh, lots of lots of interesting action. That four day early, eleven game evening. Uh, four day early, I'm not too not going too heavy. I'm not overly no not really happy with that one. But the evening slate, I'm all in. So let's get at it. That was your. Wednesday, April 19th edition. Hope we cash. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Spreaker, and SoundCloud. Please leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, check out, I, I'll be releasing a bench with Bubba with Doc. We talked about all kinds of stuff. We got really sarcastic, so no one gets your feelings hurt. It was just some fun bantering back and forth. And then a new Around the Bases episode 8 with Bubba and Mo dropping today as well. Tons of good info on that one. Uh, baseball all around the diamond, bullpens, prospects, a little bitching about umpires and microphones, and, of course, Starling Marte suspension information. So check it all out. But most importantly, let's set some winning lineups. Let's cash and be back at this tomorrow. Good luck to everybody. This was your MLB DFS Quickets Wednesday, April 19th. I'll catch you guys later. Thank <laughs> you.